Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, new listeners and old. Tom, we are coming off one of the best weekends, I think, in pod history. Is that an exaggeration? It's No, no exaggeration, I don't think, for me. I think it was the most comfortable bomb-proof treble win we've ever had, surely. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, we'll recap it later on in in great detail, but I think uh, someone on Twitter, uh, I should have their username to give them a bit of credit, Um, they pointed out that I think we won 13-0. On aggregate, mm. yeah, travel. can't complain at that, can, can we? No. If only they're all like that every week. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was so comfortable. We're going to go through it more uh, in depth later on in the show, and then also, Tom. Not only did we win a comfortable treble and the most comfortable in history, we got past the magic two thousand uh, follower mark on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to everyone who helped push us over the 2,000 mark. I know you've been campaigning for a while, Tom, to get us there. So well done to yourself uh, for all the stuff you do on social, as I keep saying. But uh, the exciting thing for for us is we've got to 2,000 followers. The exciting thing for everybody else is that means we get to activate our giveaway. Yeah, so there's going to be a giveaway coming very soon. Uh, So it is going to be all revealed on Twitter. So Just bear with us. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. So we're just asking for a bit of patience. T underscore FB podcast is the Twitter handle. Might be a great time to turn on that notification bell uh, because once we release it, then you'll know you won't miss it. Uh, So just bear with us a few more days. Yep, definitely. Um... Yeah, one more thing to also mention for this podcast, we're recording much earlier than usual in the week because we've got a lot of stuff going on this week uh, between me and Tom. So we've had to record on Tuesday rather than our usual Thursday, which means that there's a lack of availability around uh, the odds for a lot of the things we're going to pick. So even though we might not be reading our odds with all of our tips, the tips are still valid regardless. And we're not going to be reading out things that are one to three, one to four, you know, so it's going to be fair. It's going to be at least one to two and above for pretty much the majority of things we read out on the show, I expect. So, yeah, everything's still valid. Yeah, it is. It's it's our fault. Uh, we are recording so early. We basically haven't given Matchbook an opportunity to, to get everything up. So, yeah, that's on us. But as Tom said, tips will still be valid whether we uh, record tonight or we record Thursday. So hopefully people get enough out of the show, which is largely normal in the EFL. But we do have limited Premier League with a FA Cup weekend upon us. Mm. Yeah, so we're going to go through each of the leagues as we usually do, picking out our betting highlights. So Prem, Champ, League One, League Two. And we'll also have a look at the FA Cup to see see if there's anything else in there as well. Um, We'll start with the Prem then, shall we? And... There's a game on Friday, Wolves against Leeds. Anything you like from that? Yeah, I think I'd be back in Wolves, I think. Yeah. I've been relatively impressed with them. Uh, obviously, they beat, I mean, Watford. I, d- I don't know where Watford's win 
at Southampton came from, that's either going to be a start or something or just a one-off because before that they were terrible. Uh, Wolves beaten 4-0 and then went away to Everton and won 1-0. So those two sides down there as our leads and obviously we, we've seen the, the good and the bad under Marsh and Leeds, haven't we? Uh, they got that win against Norwich, which is very dramatic. Again, could be a catalyst for a bit of a turnaround, but I think Wolves would be too strong at Marlinew. Yeah, I'd agree, um, especially at home uh, for Wolves. Saturday, Villa, we've got... On Saturday, Villa play Arsenal. Or it's the only Premier League game on Saturday. I quite like the look of Arsenal here. Arsenal priced at 2.36 for the win. Uh, they're on a really good run of form, as we keep saying. The last few weeks on the pod, we've been backing them. They've been delivering. They've won five in a row now. They're into fourth place in the league and they do have a, a whopping three games in hand on some of the teams around them, particularly the chasing pack. So they're in a fantastic position. Um, I think they can continue the momentum. It's a good price for them to do so. As I say, beating plenty of teams, scoring plenty of goals. Uh, impressively, the win away at Wolves, um, which I think is probably a tougher place to go than away at Villa right now. And we saw them beat Wolves a few weeks ago. And I'm concerned by the amount of goals that Villa have been leaking, particularly at home. Um, you know, they lost to Watford not so long ago. Uh, conceded three against Leeds before that, two against Manchester United before that, three against Chelsea before that. So if you take aside their uh, 4-0 most recent victory at home against Southampton, it doesn't make for particularly pretty reading. No, uh, I, I am with you on the Arsenal train. I think as an extension and a little bit of a uh, a price boost, I think you could get Arsenal to win and both teams to score. Uh, Villa have scored a minimum of two in their last four games. So they scored two, four, three. Uh, sorry, that's wrong. They've scored in four consecutive games now. So two, four, three and one. That's oldest to uh, latest order. Uh, so they're definitely finding the back of the net. As you mentioned, Tom, a 4-0 against Southampton, a 3-0 against Villa and against their Leeds. They leap off the page to me. I could see them getting a goal against Arsenal. Arsenal aren't exactly watertight, but I do expect the Gunners to get a win. OK, cool. Uh, Sunday then, two games. Two o'clock, Leicester against Brentford. Anything for you here? I don't, I'm don't. i not ready to trust Leicester, I don't no. think. I agree. Um, Particularly with the with the quite new concept of resting players in the Premier League for Europa Conference League games, that is something new. Uh, so <laughs> I have no idea what the team lineup is going to be from Leicester. And, and just as I was, you know, ready to to almost relegate Brentford, they go and beat Norwich convincingly, and then they beat Burnley. Obviously, Leicester big step up from that. Um, I'm not sure if I'm ready to trust either, to be honest. Perhaps both teams to score. Um, I mean, on the on the Brentford side, it's been a little bit more frequent. On the Leicester side, it's been less so. Uh, this is more of an eye test thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of you know over two point five, maybe an opportunity to go down. Sixty one point five four percent of Leicester's games have been over. And Brentford, 51.72. So the odds would be in your favour. Four goals, that's probably the route I would go down. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Spurs against West Ham. Uh, for me here, I'm not a hundred percent sure which way to go. Um, I just feel Spurs. Uh, if I just read out their recent form, it's so up and down. They're like a bloody yo-yo. This club. Mm. Um, so if we go back a few games, they they lost to Wolves, followed that up by beating Man City, which they then followed up by losing to Burnley. Uh, which they then followed up by beating Leeds 4-0. You think it's looking good. Then they went and lost in the FA Cup to Middlesbrough 1-0. Then they smash Everton 5-0. And then they go and lose to Manchester United 3-2. So I don't know whether I'm coming or going with this team, <laughs> to be honest. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah, but both teams uh, very up and down. West Ham as well. I've I've tried to find out how long these players are out for, but I know uh, Mikel Antonio, for example, is one of a couple of injuries they picked up on the weekend. Uh, so definitely worth uh, checking the team news for sure because, uh, yeah, I've, I'm not sure what shape uh, West Ham will mm. be in, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go into the FA Cup then next, shall we, before mm. we go into the AFL? So, four FA Cup quarterfinal games. First one being on Saturday, Middlesbrough against Chelsea. Uh, I quite like the look of both teams to score in this particular game. Uh, the price for both teams to score is 1.9. So, fairly decent, I think. Um, I'm just mainly basing this off the fact that, one... Middlesbrough have been very good in this competition so far. We've seen them eliminate Spurs and then eliminate Manchester United. And whilst Chelsea have been winning, they have also been conceding in their games so far in this tournament. Uh, They beat Chesterfield 5-1, then they beat Plymouth 2-1, and they beat Luton 3-2. So they've played three lower league clubs, three teams I'd, it could be argued, uh, are all... Worse than Middlesbrough, you know, some might argue Luton are, are on a level. But um, yeah, I, I think, judging by their recent form in recent rounds and the confidence that Borough will go into this with, add into that the fact that there won't be any Chelsea fans in the ground. Um, I think we could definitely see both sides get on the score sheet here. I totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Uh, it's actually 11 consecutive home games that Middlesbrough have scored uh, and they have won nine consecutive home games. So wow. it's a really tough place to go. Uh, obviously, most of that at, at championship level, we're talking about the world champions, Tom, Chelsea. Um, so we're, they're no mugs, but yeah, I definitely fancy them to get on the score sheet. Uh, I could possibly see... Chelsea squeakiness in maybe extra time or something mm. like that. I, uh, I, unfortunately, I do have to go down the side of uh, of Chelsea qualifying as much as I'd love to see an underdog get through and Middlesbrough get a, a date at Wembley at least one this season. Uh, yeah, Chelsea to qualify in both teams to score, both teams to score. I think any of those you'll be hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, Sunday then, uh, anything you fancy out of Palace Everton or Southampton Man City? I mean, good grief. We, we, you got to be back in Palace here, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not lasting, not lost in their last five, sorry. 
Everton lost four away games in a row. I mean, they look absolutely... They're not. I, I want to make this clear. They're not, but they are playing like they are dead and buried. Like mm-hmm. The performances are so, so, so bad. And Frank Lampard has two options here. He can rest people and basically throw the the competition. Or I think what he should do is go out and try win the game, give the fans a, a date at Wembley, and maybe that will give them a springboard and inject some positivity into the club. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what he does, I think Palace will actually come out victorious. I, I've been impressed with them recently. Yeah, it's a torrid run of fixtures as well. They've got left to fulfil it. I know we're talking about the FA Cup here, but in the Premier League, um, Everton's remaining fixtures, they're, they're really tough, really, really tough. Um, you know, they've still got to play Liverpool, Man United, West Ham, Arsenal, uh, Chelsea, to name a few. And there's only about nine, ten games left. Yeah, yeah, it looks really, really worrying for Everton. Um, mm. and, and in terms of this game, obviously it does depend on um, Everton's uh, team sheet. We know Palace's is going to be full strength. Um, so, yeah, worth checking the team sheet. But I think even if Everton go full strength, I, I don't see how we can be tipping anything other than an Eagles win. Yeah, uh, 2.0 is a price for that, if we didn't mention it already. Um Shall we talk about Forest Liverpool? Yeah, Forest Liverpool is definitely one close to our hearts, of course, being uh, Forest fans. You know, this I, I feel like this is similar to the uh, Middlesbrough uh, Chelsea game. Mm. You got a team that that's been doing pretty well at home, uh, especially since the turn of the year. We've not lost in eight um, at the City Ground, and we've got you know one of the world's best teams. Uh, coming to town, who have won five of the last six, you know, in the league, it, it stretches even further than that. And in all competitions, of course, it stretches further than that. I fancy is to get on the score sheet, I think. Yeah. Um, same kind of tip. Both teams to score, I think, is is a good idea, especially with Jed Spence, Brennan Johnson, you know, all these kind of... Keenan Davis has been in absolutely sizzling form. Uh you know, let's make no mistake, Klopp is going to go, what, 75% full strength? So yeah, I, I do I expect, know. yeah, I do expect Liverpool to qualify, maybe in extra time, maybe in normal time, but yeah, Forrest to hit the back of the net. Yeah, I like that. I, I was mainly thinking that Liverpool will win and both teams to score. 2.9 is the yeah. price for that, but completely, yeah, if you want to take the both teams to score on its own and take out that little extra bit, for Liverpool to win, um, I could definitely see us getting on the score sheet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially because it's it's at home. I think if it was at Anfield, it's a different story. But uh, yeah, being at home, I think you know capacity crowd. Considering we beat Leicester, beat Arsenal, they're going to be bang up for this. Yep. Uh, right then, that covers off the FA Cup and the Prem. Let's just talk about our sponsors at Matchbook briefly, and then we'll dive into the EFL games. So we are, as ever, really grateful and delighted to be sponsored by our good friends at matchbook.com. You can go to matchbook.com and join the registration phase. You can use the sign-up code TFBPODCAST to bag yourself a £20 money back as cash sign-up offer. So all you've got to do is sign up, deposit £25 into your account, and then you'll get the first £20 of that completely risk-free 
bet on whatever you want. Uh, Matchbook's got football, horse racing, tennis, basketball, everything you'd usually expect. And most of the markets you'd usually get from your traditional sports books as well. Um, as an added bonus, you can also use that £20 on our bombproof treble as well. So we got a winner last week at what, 5.1, I think it was, uh, exclusively boosted by Matchbook. So you can go, if you want to back us again this week, you could sign up, get your £20 risk-free bet on the bombproof treble. And if we if we lose, you get your money back, you can carry on and do whatever you want with it. So please do check that out at matchbook.com. Yeah, delighted to be uh, partnered with Matchbook and, and thoroughly recommend you guys check it out as we dive into the second tier, Tom. So I'll get us kicked off with uh, the championship then. Tough fixture list, I'd say, on the whole here this weekend. But Sheffield United are a standout. They play at 12.30 at home to Barnsley. Um, reason being, Sheffield United's home form, very good. Uh, they've, won, they've won six of the last eight at home. They've conceded just two goals at home in the last nine games as well. So... Generally, very tough to beat at Bramall Lane, churning out plenty of wins, and Barnsley are not a side who travel well. In the Championship, they've lost seven of the last eight away games, really struggling, um, and I think it will really be a surprise if uh, Barnsley got anything from this, considering the form that Sheffield United are in. We talk about Middlesbrough being a team that are in really good form. Sheffield United swatted them aside 4-1, uh, last weekend at home. So that's an example of the kind of levels that I think at the moment. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm going to uh, jump into the Reading-Blackburn game. And uh, Blackburn got some uh, got some goals, Tom, in midweek. Really? Yeah, they've, they scored two in ten before they beat Derby 3-1 and kind of clicked back into gear. Uh, they went behind as well, so... Uh, credit to them, it could have been easy for them to to fold and kind of get you know down on themselves, but they rallied and managed to get that win. They're away at Reading uh, this weekend. Reading have stopped the losing streak, so they lost three in a row before a midweek draw away at Bournemouth, uh, which you know credit to them it is a great result. But I am back in Blackburn to get the win. I, I do not like what I've seen from Reading at all, despite that draw. Uh, and I was basically waiting for Blackburn to click into gear. Now, Blackburn haven't won any of the last six away games. However, I do think going to the Madstad is a real great opportunity. Uh, we've seen uh, Millwall go there recently. We've seen Coventry go there. We've seen Huddersfield and Luton. These are all teams that have visited Reading in their last four, five, six home games. They've all left with three points. Uh, I don't see why Blackburn revert back to not being able to score goals. I, I think they should level out now and uh, get a comfortable win against one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, one more from me, just the one extra in the champ that I like. And it's Millwall... Uh, on the double chance in their game away at Stoke. So two sides here on very much contrasting form. Uh, Millwall, no losses in seven. Not conceded a goal in the last four games. Stoke, no wins in eight and haven't kept a clean sheet for eight consecutive games. So, uh, you know, we see Millwall go away in recent weeks in the champ. 
uh, to Blackburn and get a nil-nil. Uh, they drew nil-nil against Middlesbrough. They've beaten Sheffield United 1-0, QPR 2-0. So they've got results against sides, you know, very much towards the top end of this division in recent weeks. And against this Stoke side, who aren't playing particularly well at, at all, um, we've seen them in recent weeks draw two all against Peterborough and one all against Barnsley. So two teams occupy the relegation spots. If they're not beating those teams... I think they'll struggle against this Millwall side who are really making a charge for the playoffs. And, you know, I, I think for Millwall could well win this game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the extra bit of safety on a double chance, I think. Yep. Yep, I can see that. I'm gonna round off the championship with the Sunday game, uh, QPR Peterborough. I mean, regular listeners will be will be pretty bored to death with me reading out. How bad Peterborough have been at the moment, you know, no wins in the last 10, haven't won their last 12 away games, worst defence in the league. Their away record this season is played 18, lost six, uh, sorry, played 19, lost 16, drew two and won one. It's, it's absolutely terrible. And they're going away to a, a QPR side, Tom, that were struggling a little bit, but they got a huge win. Uh, away at Luton. They face Nottingham Forest Wednesday night. Uh, regardless of even if they lose that 8-0, I still fancy them to get a win over Peterborough. Peterborough look doomed, I think. And uh, so. yeah, QPR look to be holding on to that playoff spot without being too sexy about it. Uh, but I don't think they'll have to uh, do too much to beat Peterborough, to be honest. No, no, definitely not. Okay, Elaine, League One. Uh, I'll get us kicked off with Wigan. I think this is probably the best tip that we can give in League One this weekend. Uh, they're at home to Morecambe. Morecambe are a team who are struggling. They're in 22nd in the league. Uh, no wins in 10 consecutive games without a clean sheet in 12 consecutive games. Derek Adams come back to Morecambe a few weeks ago. He's failed to stop the rot. They've not had the new manager bounce to, you know, perhaps a few people expected them to have. Um, and it's their away form that really concerns me. They lost in midweek 5-0 to Shrewsbury away from home. And if you're losing 5-0 to Shrewsbury, with all due respect, if you're going away to Wigan at the weekend, low on confidence after that result, ah, geez, yeah, you could be in for some trouble. Um, in recent weeks away from home, we've also seen them lose 2-0 to Plymouth, 2-0 to Rotherham, 2-1 to Lincoln, 2-0 to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, that's all in the last five or six weeks. So they're not travelling strongly at all. And with that form, I expect Wigan to beat them fairly comfortably. I don't think they'll batter them. Wigan don't seem to batter teams, but a 2-0 wouldn't be... Uh, that would be my prediction. Yeah, big game for... Wigan, right? They, I mean, this is a good segue because I'm about to tip MK Dons, but they've got MK Dons on their uh, tail, three points off them. Wigan with those two games in hand, but the games in hand are only good if you win, right? So, mm, yeah, yeah uh, MK Dons really down their neck. And as I said, good segue into back in MK uh, away at Cambridge this weekend. Cambridge kind of licking their wounds, aren't they, from that 6 0 defeat. Uh, against Sheffield Wednesday, a uh, very, very poor result for Cambridge. Before that, it hadn't been pretty, to be honest with you. 
I'm just going to read their last four results because they're, they're pretty eye-watering and they are crucially against largely better teams. So Oxford beaten 4-2, Wickham beaten 3-0. They got a 0-0 at home Shrewsbury, a team down there. And then they went away at Sheffield Wednesday and lost 6-0. So, you know, that's a an aggregate score of 13-2 in the Oxford-Wickham mm-hmm. and, and Wednesday games. MK Dons are better than all three of them, arguably, maybe not. Sheffield Wednesday, um, but you know the league table would suggest that they are. Uh, they, they're coming off some really good results. I'm looking at wins away at Charlton, Sunderland, win at home to Bolton, uh, a win away at Rotherham, a win at home against uh, Cheltenham, and a creditable draw at home to Wigan in that huge game at the weekend. So yeah, I'd be back in MK Dons. I think they're a real strong tip. Yeah. I agree. Uh, definitely like the look of those. Another team I like the look of at the top of the league, Rotherham. I, I feel like there's quite a golfing class in some of these League One teams now. Mm. You know, those towards the top of the league and below 10th place or so, I feel like there's a real difference in quality um, that's starting to show. And I think Rotherham can get another win on there. Promotion charge this weekend. They play Shrewsbury at home. I know I just mentioned Shrewsbury beat um, beat Morecambe five in a midweek, but away from home, Shrewsbury. It's a very interesting record. I think I'll say um, throughout twenty twenty two, they've played seven games, drew five, four of which have been nil nil, uh, won one, lost one. So. Depends how you want to spin it. They've won one in seven or, or lost one in seven. But um, I look at the teams they've played away from home in the last few weeks. Um, you know, they got nil nils against Crew, Gillingham, uh, Cambridge, a one all against Wimbledon. So they're very much setting out not to lose. It looks like they're not really trying to win these games, just don't want to lose. And I think. You can't take that mentality to Rotherham and, and expect to come away with much, to be honest. The only time that Rotherham has, Rotherham has struggled at home is against uh, fellow top clubs. So in the last nine games, they've won seven, not won two, and they've been against Wigan where they drew and MK Dons where they lost 2-1. So against all the other teams that have been some better, some a bit worse than Shrewsbury, they've beaten them. And I, I'll see the same same again this weekend. Champagne on ice, I reckon. Yeah, it's just a matter of time, isn't it? And yeah. a uh, Papa John's trophy final to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, jump into the Cheltenham-Wimbledon game. Uh, I went against Wimbledon uh, last weekend, not on the treble or anything, but I, I backed them to lose at home to Lincoln in a big game, and they did so 2-0. They're just they're showing nothing. Absolutely nothing at the moment. Uh, I'm really, really worried about Wimbledon. Uh, don't know how long Mark Robinson survives. This is his first job in management, etc. This is the first time he's had to deal with anything like this. And Wimbledon haven't won in 19 now. They've lost three in a row. They've lost uh, four of their last six. They haven't won in any of the last 10 away matches. Like, I can go on and on. Um, mm. And this is a huge game for Cheltenham. Um, you know, they will tell you that they're not safe. I would probably just about agree uh, that they're not there just yet. But you know, one more win or, or uh, 
you know, four points or whatever. It should see him uh, secure safety, which would be a great achievement. And they're coming off the back of a couple of good results, really. Uh, they beat Doncaster, who, again, are a team down there similar to Wimbledon's level. They beat them 4-0 at home. They went away to MK Dons, as I mentioned earlier, and lost 3-1. Uh, no disgrace there at all. And then they went away at Morecambe, uh, a fellow uh, promoted side from League Two last season. Again, down there, went away, won 3-1. So this is a similar assignment, uh, arguably an even easier assignment on paper. And uh, I think you'll get Cheltenham at a decent price. And I think they'll they'll run out comfortable winners, very worried about Wimbledon. Yeah, absolutely, me too. And we've been saying it for weeks, haven't we? How worried we are about them. Um, yeah. Need to stop the rot big time, one way or another. Um, one more, really, from me in League One. Uh, Plymouth at home to Accrington Stanley. Uh, Plymouth on a good run of home form. They've won four of the last five games at home beating Portsmouth, Wimbledon, Morecambe and Shrewsbury, losing one to Rotherham amongst that. That contrasts with Accrington Stanley's away form. They've lost five of the last six away from home. Uh, the one that they haven't lost was a midweek draw against Sheffield Wednesday, very creditable. Uh, but before that, lost 4-0 to Portsmouth, 2-0 to Doncaster Rovers, 2-0 to Cambridge, 1-0 to Rotherham and 2-1 to Ipswich. So... Accrington, as we mentioned last week, when we tipped them successfully to win at home uh, against Charlton, very good at home, much, much poorer away. And when they're playing a good home side in Plymouth, I think we'll see that again, that trend continue again. Yeah, yeah. Plymouth just refusing to go, I mean, credit to them, uh, refusing to go away in, in one of the most mm. competitive league ones I've ever seen. So yeah. <laughs> fair play to them. Uh, I'm going to round off League One, Tom, with a Sheffield Wednesday pick. I feel like I'm not put off by the fact they won 6-0 and then drew 1-1 with Stanley at home uh, because they're playing against a Gillingham side who are showing signs. But I think if we you know, peer back the curtain a little bit, there's definitely a case to be made for an Owls win. You know, Gillingham yeah. had just come off the back of a loss away at Charlton. Charlton have been spiralling out of control for weeks and weeks and weeks. That's a really poor result. Previously, before that, they did get a win, but against Doncaster, you know, right down there. Then They've lost 3-0 at home to Bolton just three games ago. Uh, they beat Lincoln away, who, sure, Lincoln are a strong-ish team, but let's face it, they're still down there. A 0-0 with Wimbledon, who I've just mentioned, are really, really poor at the moment. I just think the step up from those teams that I've just read to Sheffield Wednesday in the form that they've been in recently, it's not been perfect. You know, they've technically only won one of their last three. Um, but I think if you take a step back and have a look at how both teams have been performing against who over the last six, eight games, I still think you'll get an Owls win. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I uh, agree with that one. At league two then, final league. I will kick us off with Mansfield Town at home to Stevenage. Stevenage, uh, no wins in eight consecutive games. Uh, they've literally clinging on, clinging on. They're in 22nd. They're three points above Oldham, who are in 23rd. But Oldham do have a couple of games in hand on them. So yeah, it's, it's a tricky time for Stevenage right now. They're struggling for form. Uh, away from home, I can't even see on my app 
when they last won away from home because it doesn't go back that far. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> it was at least in October. <laughs> wow. um, so it's been a while since they've tasted victory away from home. And they go to Mansfield, who coincidentally haven't drawn or lost a game at home uh, since the end of October. So they're on a club record winning run at Field Mill, if it's still called Field Mill, probably showing my age there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they've won 10 games consecutively in a row in the league at home. Uh, yeah, and I can't see Stevenage being the team to stop that this weekend. I really can't. That would be a coupon buster if they did. Massive, massive. I think Stevenage uh, are my tip to get relegated, I think, along mm. with uh, yeah. Scunthorpe. So, yeah, they're... That would be a, a ginormous upset, ginormous. Uh, I'm going to kind of scale it back a bit, Tom, and uh, jump in on the Friday nighter. Uh, Newport at home to Hartlepool. Uh, going to be back in Newport, I think. They have been really good recently. Uh, won four of their last six, the other two being draws, so unbeaten in that time. Uh, in the form table. Uh, they've notched up 15 points from the last eight games. So they're in fifth uh, in the form table. But the actual table, which is what they truly care about, uh, they have just leapfrogged Tranmere on goal difference in the final automatic spot. They've got the bit between the teeth at the moment, projecting 1.88 points per game over the last eight. Uh, clean sheet percentage is good, uh, goal scoring percentage is good, everything is looking great, and Hartlepool, we, we've mentioned how many times, Tom, you know, they are not good away from home, fourth worst record in the league, uh, they are in beach territory, flip-flop mm -hmm. buy-in territory prior to the beach being uh, officially announced in 12th, uh, I don't see, we're coming towards the stage of the season, Tom, where what is Hartlepool's motivation? Yeah. Is it financial? Yeah. You know, with a club saying, you know, if you achieve this, we'll, we'll give you this. I, I don't know. But apart from that, and maybe organizing a move or getting a new contract, you know, as a team collective, I'm not sure what their motivation is against a team like Newport chasing League One. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. So I like the look of Salford to get the win at home to Scunthorpe. Again, two teams on very contrasting forms here. Salford have lost just one of their last nine, uh, trying to make a late playoff charge, but they need to be getting more wins than draws if they are to do so. I think they can get the win, though, this weekend against Scunthorpe, who are really struggling. They've got one win in the last 15 League 2 matches. Uh, don't travel well at all. Uh, they've had some pretty horrific results on the road. In 2022, you know, over the last couple of months, uh, conceded four to Tranmere, two to Exeter, three to Swindon, four to Sutton. Um, in just a handful of those, those games, they've played away from home in the last two or so months. Uh, yeah, so I think it'd be a big surprise if Scunthorpe managed to get another win away at Inform Salford this weekend. Again, motivation, right? Um Internally, they'll be telling each other that they can stay up, and and I I completely respect that. But you know, realistically, it's it's looking like national league. So, yeah, yeah, uh, hard to see why they'd be motivated. 
Uh, that wraps up the tips for that week. So, Tom, we're just going to revisit last week's bombproof treble, and yep. then you are going to reveal to the masses the new bombproof treble. So, yeah, indeed. Yeah. So last week, as we mentioned, pretty much a record for us to be honest with you. We had well, well, Bristol Rovers. They won three nil, and they were our worst performing team on the day. <laughs> it's it's been a good day. So yeah, we had uh, we had Bristol Rovers to beat Harrogate. They did so three 0 Great performance. Uh, we had Forest to beat Reading. Didn't have it all their own way the first half, but eventually uh, they turned turned it around and uh, won four 0 And then we had the Sheffield Wednesday game, which I've mentioned two or three times already today. They won six 0 against Cambridge. Thirteen nil on aggregate. Tom, two wins in our last three shows. And 10 of our last 12 bomb-proof treble selections winning. We're on fire. Yeah, very good form. And I'm confident in what we're going to bring to the Profit Chasers this weekend as well. Um, So it is going to be uh, two from League One, one from League Two. Start us off with Wigan at home to Morecambe. Following that up with MK Dons away at Cambridge. And then in League Two, Mansfield at home to Stevenage. I think we've picked uh, in Wigan and Mansfield, two of the absolute banker home teams, surely. And then MK Dons should definitely win, as you've as you've justified on the pod away at Cambridge. Um, so it is worth reiterating that you you get on the bombproof treble at exclusively boosted odds by Matchbook. So whatever odds are out there for this treble, Matchbook will beat it in their pre-made selection for the Bombproof Treble on their website. We can link you to it directly on social media. You can find the link directly to Matchbook in the pod notes. And again, if you use the sign-up code TFB Podcast when you register for Matchbook, you can get your £20 money back as cash, uh, which you can use on the Bombproof Treble. So if it doesn't win, you get your money back and you've had a go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lots of reasons to get involved. And uh, yeah, just want to reiterate, if you are hovering around the betting market Saturday morning, Friday night, etc., and you do see the treble is better priced elsewhere, please let us know and uh, we'll get on to Matchbook and they will beat it. So T underscore FB podcast is the place to follow on Twitter for numerous reasons. Uh, We're going to reveal our giveaway, our 2000 follower giveaway in the next coming days. That's number one. Number two, you're missing out on exclusive tips throughout the midweeks. Uh, so please get involved there. Uh, also, uh, you will uh, get the link directly to the treble. So you can just slide on straight into Matchbook's website. And also recent, uh, obviously this week, big Cheltenham uh, vibes going on with Matchbook. So uh, we're retweeting and sharing a lot of Amazing content, lots of insights, lots of tips and discussion on uh, all the races this week. So loads of reasons to get involved at T underscore FB podcast. Yeah, please do check that out. And if you have enjoyed the show, perhaps want a bit of money from it, we'd really appreciate it. If you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, indeed. So good luck to everyone this weekend. And uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Football Betting Pod. See you next week.